First vampires, now werewolves. Is there any monster they can't ruin by making it sexy? We discuss Twilight New Moon. Welcome to the Flop House. I'm Dan McCoy. I'm Stuart Wellington. Elliot Kalin as himself. Yeah. Wow, we're all here. Yeah, it's been a while, right? The original it's been peaches. A fucking kind of. long time. It has. It's In been a long time getting from there the to Beatles. here. It's been a long, long, long time. Yeah. And it, I was quoting the opening theme song from Enterprise, starring Scott Bakula. <laughs> well, nerdier. <laughs> That's what we've learned tonight. Yeah. Hey. No. Ba- Bacula sounds like Dracula. That's <laughs> wow. a good lead-in. What a segue. <laughs> Dr. Segway has a good transition for us. Well, now that Elliot's done reacting to that segue in the corner of the uh, room. I'm not quite done yet. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Blew we me away. We should talk about the film that we watched tonight, which was Twilight, colon, New was, Moon. I thought it was the Twilight Saga, colon. I thought it was Twilight Tharp, the choreographer. No, no that's good. I like it. <laughs> No, we we watched a film, uh, one of the many films involving both Draculas and werewolves. <laughs> Draculas and Larry Talbots. And, and, yep, and Wolfmans. Wolfmans. Uh, so there's a lot of Wolfmans in this movie. Oh, so many Wolfmans. Multiple so, man should we? Should we? Because uh, this this movie is kind of a big deal, right? Like it made mm-hmm. a bunch of money. Made a lot of money. It was a huge. Uh, oh yeah, place. I wanted to clarify actually up top. No, okay. the thing about the flop house. Up top, sure. <laughs> it was a high is, five. People often get confused about the uh, the premise of the flop house because it's called the flop house, and they get very hung up on the idea like, of are we in a house? Do drifters well, no. sit there? <laughs> we sell pancakes. That sure. wasn't where I was going. I was going with the idea of the flop and what it means to be a flop. Okay, and people uh, like to point out on occasion. Um, that the films, movies we see are, were actually successful. Yeah, financially successful. And uh, Such Twilight as old, New Moon. Olden dogs. <laughs> Agent dogs. Huge and 10, hit. And 10,000 BC. Mm-hmm. Well, no, not that one. But but old dogs. And, and Twilight Dalgo. New Moon, which we watched uh, tonight. Yeah, they was a huge film. Big financial success. A lot of buzz. And what I say to that is. Uh, like a, a literal blockbuster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the amount of money it made was enough to destroy a block of cement yeah. if you dropped it on top of it. Yeah, probably. Yeah, in pennies. Yeah. Well, what I always say about that is that um, we watch movies that are um, financial flops. We also mo- watch movies that were critical flops. But even more so than that, in the words of Wayne's World, it's just a clever name. It's a name that, in fact, I'm kind of angry in retrospect that we used because it's because it's caused so much grief. It's a good name. What else were we going to call it? Bad movie guys. Oh man, there well, was, was such a long list. <laughs> I mean, when I, I wasn't there during the during the founding stages of the show. No, yeah, years ago, good. like my working title. It of was really this, years ago. That's the fucking sad thing. <laughs> my working title in my brain of the podcast was just simply "Bad Movie Night." Which is simple, mm. it's clear, it's not a, a particularly clever name, nope. but it gets it across. No, it's good. I mean, can we can, can we, we change it? Yeah, no, it's too late. Uh, we, no, already, there's a lot of brand identity connection yeah. with the Flophouse. Only, uh, we'll only when it. it turns out that podcasts cause lung cancer should we change the name. Yeah, but I mean, the point is, like, I, I googled "bad movie night" and there were already there were already a few things by that name. Even so, well, so. well there's a, there's stuff called the Flophouse. Really? Uh, probably. I I do know that if you if you Google know. can't back that one up. <laughs> nope. huh? If you Google Flophouse and podcast, there's apparently like. A uh, a podcast that does um, jazz music out of Boston. And it's called the, called flop the Flophouse House Sessions. Oh. oh, they mean Flophouse in the old-fashioned way of yeah. a house for itinerant vagrants, probably. Right. Well, I just like to. I think... I was going to say vagrants too. That's we're we're really connected tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. A it mystical must been, connection. Must have been that sex you had earlier. I like to think <laughs> that there are a bunch of Boston <laughs> jazz fans. Who have found our podcast looking for that yeah. other show. Maybe because it's the movies we don't see. <laughs> what? Just like in jazz. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, a so material. I, th- <laughs> I, think, I think it might be important to address uh, that at least uh, that I 
went into this movie without having seen the first movie. Me also. Or reading any of the books these movies are based on. And I watched the first movie um, earlier this week as research for this uh, in, in podcast. like a screening room or a theater? Yeah, he <laughs> rented out it. the Miramax screening room. I watched it on my iPhone on the subway. Oh, okay, on the subway. But so. I thought at least one of us should have seen the first movie. So you saw it in 20-minute chunks. Yep, and yes. you, were, you were wearing like... Well, what, no, I, I, have a ca- I have a commute up to uh, Harlem. Commute? <laughs> well, <laughs> that's what I call it when I'm on the sub- subway with a lot of communists. Oh, uh, I see. So, uh, and, and But probably you were distracted because while you're watching, you're playing the game of like... If this subway car was a desert island, which mm-hmm. woman would I have sex with? Who would we eat? Mm-hmm. You know, who would we kick off the I island? I actually do play that game fairly frequently. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure everybody does. But uh, no, no, I uh, yeah, no, I watched it what, in about <laughs> I watched it in about 35 minute chunks. Um, and I was telling you the story. Uh, 35 minute chunks would have been a better name for a podcast. <laughs> That's a good name. Well, the podcast has to be 35 minutes long. No, we cares? never have one that short. That's like a vomit podcast, though. 35 minute chunks. Yeah, but okay, fine. No, but I I watched the uh, I watched Twilight on the subway, and I was I was saying before that right before watching Twilight on my iPhone, I was listening to the Dan Savage Savage Love podcast on my iPhone, and I thought to myself after doing these two things in close succession, when did I become gay? I don't know. It, Stuart's looking at his watch. A couple years like, ago. He was aware that before <laughs> I was. Are, you're yep. checking your watch, and the answer is in years. Yep. <laughs> he, tr- he, he, he has trans- a really fancy watch. He transformed in the words of uh, Twilight, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I think the they words of Transformers 2, Rise of the Fallen. Sure. Um, so, Elliot, yep. <laughs> why so don't you tell us what happened let me tell you. Let tonight. me tell you the 20 minutes of plot, which encompasses the two-hour plus running time of Twilight New Moon. Two hours and nine minutes. Bella is a girl who's in love with a vampire named, what, Edward Cullen? Is that his name? Yep, that's his name. And she knows he's a vampire, right? She knows he's a vampire. They're in high school. He still goes to high school despite being a 100-year-old vampire. Does he get really good grades? I I hope so. The one class we see them in, he knows Romeo and Juliet by heart, so he shows up the snotty professor. That's probably good for him, because, like, when I was a high schooler, I really couldn't appreciate that that class. Like, it's better to go back as an older student. No, I agree. That's true. And they make a stab at, like, explaining this in the first movie like they're like okay we don't want to draw attention to ourselves but wouldn't an ageless uh senior <laughs> uh, just the idea like draw more attention someday you're gonna graduate edward i don't know what your <laughs> grades have been yeah. so bad i mean you've been to the school for 50 years mm-hmm. now uh you should stop taking those ap courses you know <laughs> but apparently in the previous film there was an evil vampire who came after bella to get revenge at edward for killing her boyfriend the vampire's boyfriend wait what don't worry backstory. about it. Uh, so Edward says... Just let it happen, Stuart. I, if you're around me, you're going to get hurt. So instead, I'm going to tell you that I have to leave. And he leaves. He goes to Italy. She, he goes to Italy. <laughs> and uh, she starts falling in... She becomes friends with uh, a Native American boy who lives nearby. And with great hair. That really with long hair. long flowing locks. Mm-hmm. Jacob is his name. Jacob. I didn't get that. I never knew his name. <clears throat> but uh, he... She and at the same time she's obsessed with getting. Apparently, whenever she's in danger, she has visions of Edward, and so she's searching for greater and greater thrills. She a thrill seeker, a thrill killer, not a thrill killer, but a thrill seeker. And uh, it turns out Jacob has a crush on her. They start getting closer. Jacob's a werewolf. He, he what? He falls in with a band Wait, of what? Yes, he falls in with a band of skinwalkers or whatever they're called. Sure. Uh, other werewolf, other young werewolves, and. This oh, is when man. my memory is hazy because my brain started shutting down at certain points. Well, to be fair, the movie started shutting down, too. <laughs> While we watched this, um, there was a period. We watched it on streaming uh, from Amazon, and uh, there was a period for about 20 minutes where we were having trouble loading the film. Yeah. And there, and Elliot kept uh, pitching the idea <laughs> of us just you know, doing a podcast in the first hour of the movie because Elliot's always keen on getting out of here as soon quickly as possible. I'm, I'm, a, I'm an old man. I like he's to get a, home he's early. He's a walking cheetah after this. <laughs> yes. Wow. With a hide full of napalm, yeah. <laughs> uh, the So anyway, Edward comes... No, he doesn't come back. Or no, 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 yeah, like... 
uh, she finds out that he's gonna like get himself killed by the vampire police. He loves her, but he, he loves- all right, all right, guys, <laughs> let me step. He in. loves her, but he can't live without her. So he's gonna go sacrifice himself somehow. No, 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 sure. no. Let me no, step that in. That sounds right. By the vampires so court the, in Italy, the evil, <laughs> the evil vampires who threatened Bella at the at the end of the first movie, which was just called Twilight. Okay. Um, the, one of them comes back. Sure. Actually, both of them, both of the two remaining ones come back. But more importantly, like, the girl comes back, uh, threatens Bella. Like, there's a big fight. Like, Bella goes off, um, jumps off a cliff, uh, conks her head. Uh, Jacob, the werewolf, pulls her out. And uh, they, they go back home. Now saving her from the evil vampire. Mm-hmm. They go back home, and uh, there's, a, there's a phone call from Edward and which Jacob picks up on for some reason, even though rude. it's not his house. Yeah. Rude. And Edward, rude. Uh, uh, well, the fact, where did he grow up in a barn? I mean, he's no, not wearing a shirt most of the movie. So, well, I mean, that's I forgot to mention that about the vamp, the werewolves is that they don't almost never wear shirts. Mm-hmm. Yep, they're just walking around no shirt on. The other weird thing <laughs> is that they can transform into creatures covered completely in hair, and yet the werewolves have no discernible body hair other than the hair. Well, that's because they're all like teen models. Oh, okay. They're all ripped. Anyway, They're all ripped as all get out. They are shredded. Yeah, just cut. The point is It's fucking that jagged up. <laughs> when Edward calls... Just completely brooked. <laughs> when, Edward, when Edward calls... Totally squeeze-glowed. <laughs> when Edward calls... Just super blasted. And finds, and finds that... Uh, Rocked up. <laughs> that Bella is not answering her own phone. He assumes that um, the vision that his uh, sister Alice had of Bella dying is true. That Bella is dead. And Bella's oh, dead. And he has no reason he, to live anymore. He has no reason to live anymore, so he's going to kill himself. And so uh, Alice and Bella then have to race to Italy. <laughs> Italy. And uh, save him. And Which they, probably, uh, probably a lot of babies with the name Bella nowadays, don't you think? Yeah, and a lot of mushrooms. <laughs> what? Oh, right. It's type okay. of baby Bella. Mushroom. Anyway, when they get there, there's a bunch of, uh, you know, like there's a big um, vampire you know fufaram there's <laughs> but there's like a vampire what? court that they go to and the vampires they find out that bella it, all each of the vampires has their own special powers some can mm. see the future some are telekinetic like the x-men yes exactly okay, they're like basically that. the x-men and bella is completely is immune not well, not yet but probably at some point okay cool. bella is immune to their powers so they're fascinated by her and she. What about a Wolverine? Okay, come on. Let let let. let well, me. Jacobs maybe the Wolverine because he's kind of he he the animal inside him burst okay. loose. I like that guy then. Anyway, so there's a, yeah there's a fufara with the vampire court. It ends with in a stalemate, kind of a draw, mm-hmm. and with Bella saying that she'll become a because she's a liability to the vampires because she knows too much about them. She'll become a vampire and join them. Then solved. there's like yep. 40 more minutes to the movie where they talk about this. <laughs> and then at the end, there's a final stare down between Jacob the werewolf and Edward the vampire. And then. It's a real love triangle. It's a real. Yeah. Lo- it's like a love scattered pieces of dust on the floor. Yeah. Uh, there's no tension or romantic uh, chemistry between any of them. What's the climax of the movie? At the very end. Uh, Edward says, I'll turn you into a vampire, but we gotta be together forever. And she says, that's what I wanted. And he goes... That's what I would ask a teenage girl, by the way. And then he says, will you marry me? And she goes, and then it cuts to the credits. And I assume Twilight 3 picks up at that moment with her denying him. Yeah, like in in Phantasm 1 and 2, how it (laughs) immediately jumps into the story. Exactly. I mean, mean, that's not... That 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 is not the climax of the movie, unless you mean climax in the sense of like all the teenage girls coming to climax in At the theater moment, as they fantasize about Edward the Vampire marrying them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The climax of the film. I gotta tell you, sexy vampires have changed a lot since Dark Shadows. <laughs> <laughs> they don't I mean, wear shirts as often. The climax of the film, I guess, is Bella rushing to keep Edward. From committing suicide by revealing himself as a vampire, which involves her running through a fountain and pushing him. And uh, I believe this was the this was the point of the movie in which I turned to Elliot and said, <laughs> "Is this movie shitting me?" Because like, what the fuck kind of climax is well, that? At this point, the it looked movie like the poster for that uh, Angels and Demons movie starring Tom Hanks <laughs> and John Travolta's hair. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. uh, John Travolta's hair played itself. Yeah, yeah. the hair he wore in uh, in that Swordfish movie. 
Oh, man. John Travolta's Same hair had such an ostentatious trailer on that film. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's a movie that's shown that it cannot handle action or excitement in the no. fact that it involves multiple fights between werewolves and they are boring as all get out. Well, but also, like, we talked about a lot of plot in that uh, synopsis just now, but most of that plot occurs in the first 20 and last 20 of the film. And then in the meantime... There's a lot there's of meandering. There's a lot of hanging out, you know... There's a lot of every popping, so- pop every scene songs Every longer than it should be. They're all really long. The characters pause a lot while they're talking unnecessarily. And blink a lot. Yeah, well, that's because they're all wearing vampire contact Well, you guys lenses. were in particular complaining about how difficult it was just to understand the dialogue. Well, that's yeah. the thing. The, yeah, the, the mumbliest fucking people. Like, I saw you guys turn into old men in front of my eyes. It was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I felt old watching the movie, not just because I didn't recognize any of the bands that played songs in it, mm-hmm. didn't understand the appeal of the movie or anything <laughs> like that, but also like, because... Who are these people? <laughs> Why are they in my what? television? Where's Glenn Miller? <laughs> but the, the idea that... I mean, the, all the characters are whispering or mumbling. I don't know. Maybe it's your sound system. The audio recording sounded terrible. The, yeah, Diane's sound system sounded really bad. All right, guys. <laughs> the screen so small. So t- but it was it was really hard to fate under to like their their words were not you know legible often. That's I didn't think a... that one guy was speaking English for the first half of the movie. <laughs> so it was the one was... with the with the boxer's face. <laughs> the boxer's face. Yeah, like the smashed in face. The about. Yeah. Which vampire? The main vampire? Yeah, he's got like a, like a little smushed face. Yeah, I would. I, if I was going to describe him, I'd be like the the vampire with the sh- the stupid haircut. Okay. Well, I would call him the star of the film. Yeah. All right. Although he, he's not in a lot. He's of not. It. No, he's in like forty minutes of a uh, like one hundred and thirty minute movie. One hundred twenty minute, let's say. But there, like, like he, he was in it as smoke a lot. He was in he it did as, appear as smoke. He did appear as a vision made <laughs> not of smoke. As, yeah. Not as a knight named Sir Smoke. <laughs> the knight who was always last in getting to the adventure. <laughs> no, yeah, that was the that was a weird thing that um, you know Bella, as uh, Elliot, you know, referred to, um, would see Edward, her vampire lover, whenever she was in uh, danger. In danger. So she put herself in danger, and we would see Edward as uh, basically like these smoky apparitions. That um, yeah, if she ran her hand through, like he, they would, would, he would dissipate, dissolve into mist. So she got way into like what autoerotic asphyxiation, or no? Well, she got on the back of a motorcycle once. And yeah, she time. asked some strange guy to take her on a motorcycle ride. How'd that end? She asked him to stop, and then he did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he was a very accommodating uh, cyclist. Yeah. yeah. And uh, at one time, she jumped off a cliff. Okay. And, like into like a quarry? or No, it was cliff diving. She jumped in the water. Oh, okay. We had already seen people do it safely earlier in the film. Okay. One time, she went to see a movie called uh, Punch Fist or something like Fist that. Fist Punch. Fist Punch. Okay. And that apparently uh, was that just a real good, adrenaline Didn't shot. do it. Didn't do it. Yeah, that sounded before. pretty good, though, if yeah. I remember. There's a moment where they're watching this movie Fist Punch, and you just hear the soundtrack, and it's supposed to be a joke, I guess. It's like, I'm going to blow your head off. If you try it, I'm going to blow your head off. Why don't I blow, blow, blow both your heads off? Let's do this thing. And then just hear shooting. It's like, oh, I wish I was watching that movie. Fist Punch sounds so good right now. Uh, I gotta. Uh, they took a lot of liberties with the life of Bella Bartok in this film. <laughs> Yeah. Unless it was about the life of Bella Abzug. Was or that Bella the... Lugosi. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think so. Why would he? By do? the way, um, let's do, let's take this moment to uh, you know shout, shout out to our mutual friend Stuart. Uh, we have another friend named Stuart. <laughs> I'm, I'm. Do you know what a shout out is? I'm Dan? referring to. Yeah, I'm making sure you're paying attention. Okay. Uh, our mutual friend Bill. I'm looking for my phone, actually. Who would do a, an impression of Bella Lugosi, which would be him putting his coat over his head and then going, "I'm Bella Lugosi," <laughs> and chasing you around the room. It's a pretty good one. So, uh, Bill. That was a good impression. Yeah. Very accurate. Don't worry, audience. I'm as uninterested as you are. <laughs> Let's get back to the movie, shall we? So it's a slow, meandering movie with not enough, not as much plot as it seems to think it has. And it's it's one of these movies where it's like, 
it assumes that the audience, I think, is already emotionally invested in it. So there's no <clears> reason <throat> to worry about getting you involved or making the characters seem interesting. Well, I mean, to be honest, there is no one who's watching this movie that's not already emotionally invested Probably. in it. Well, there might be people who are like, I wonder what all the fuss is about this Twilight. Yeah, but like, no- uh, I like uh, the werewolf men, but I don't like the <laughs> vampires. I like right. Underworld. Well, Let's the- try this. <laughs> That's the only justification I can think of, Stuart, because no one's going to just dip into this movie and be like, hmm, I'm curious about this Twilight sensation, but I don't want to watch the first movie in the series. I like True Blood, but it's a little too blue for me. Because <laughs> uh-huh. um, they have vampires in that, too. I gotta say, all right. Here's the thing. <laughs> I mentioned that I watched the first uh, Twilight movie. Yeah. Okay. And I have to say, and we didn't make fun of you that much. No, only yeah. a little bit. Well, you'll make fun of me here. Okay. <laughs> oh boy, let's get ready. Kind of okay. enjoyed the first movie. Mm, Ellie, you want to feel this one? <sighs> Wouldn't recommend Oof. it. Would not recommend it necessarily. But like for what it was, I'm like, okay, yeah, I see what this is, what this is doing. I mean, the first movie. And then dr- you, I assume, uh, signed up for a subscription to Seventeen mm-hmm. or. Uh, mm-hmm. Young and I was gonna say Tiger Beast. I was gonna say I was gonna say Ranger Rick. So I think I'm way off. (laughs) Yeah, no, Ranger Rick is a little too young. But you gotta bring it up a little bit. Think about the first movie, like. Ranger Rick is one of the great magazines where I think they assume you're, you, they know you're going to grow out of the magazine, so it's just a cycle of the same issues over and over again. <laughs> I think they have about 24 issues, and I remember my and uh, Zoo Books is kind of the same way. But I remember my brother having a Ranger Rick subscription and being like, "Baby Ducks again? <laughs> I have Baby Ducks." <laughs> so what, did they come out with some new Baby Ducks? Come on. <laughs> For 1983, <laughs> this just in, baby ducks. <laughs> Kangaroos have pouches. No, but uh, I mean, the thing about the first movie, if nothing else, it had some actual. It actually had some beautiful cinematography. The first movie, but also the first movie was directed by Catherine Hardwick, who directed uh, Thirteen, which is not a good movie, but it it is the sort of movie that you would want. Uh, someone to have on the resume if they're going to do a Twilight film. I mean, mm-hmm. like that's such a overwrought teenage melodrama, and it comes from such a, like a female perspective that you can see where they're like, okay, perfect for Twilight. You know, like this person can really plug into that just like amped up teenage girl emotion uh, quality. You, yeah, and and this that movie, kind of like keeping a journal, making a mixtape. Yeah, you know, uh, like a quilt. <laughs> They make quilts with yeah. their with the other women. How to make in the an village. American quilt? That's yeah, what we're I, that, talking about. That's, I mean, quilting bees are all the rage these days with the young kids, uh-huh, sure. with the young Amish. But there's like a real intense sincerity to that film that almost like put it over. Whereas this movie, it was directed by uh, Chris Weiss. What else did he do? He did well. I mean, he started out well. I mean, he made American Pie and About a Boy, which are two oh, like classics. Not no. Well, I'm not. I'm not arguing for them as great movies. Where's his like, Academy Award? I'm not arguing for them as great movies, but they. Like, hey, wasn't that the movie where the guy has sex with a pie? Oh, for Christ's sake! <laughs> Neither are movies that wasn't I love. Wasn't I'm just that saying. the movie that was about a boy? <laughs> They're both solid, like just entertainments. And then he like took a real dip down. He made the Golden Compass, which was just boring. That was too bad. That was a, that was a wasted opportunity. Golden Compass. That was and, very boring. And this movie, just like good. he just didn't seem to have any feel for it at all. Yeah, it felt like it was. Yeah, it was directed by someone who wasn't that interested in in making this movie, or for shelling out a couple of claims to get some good special effects. Yeah, you they know? were also terrible special effects. Yeah, talking. I mean, about, obviously, talking about those werewolves, Stuart. Those, those wolfmen were like they're super phony looking. Like as you were saying, the the monster in uh, Neverending Story looks more realistic. Yeah, they, they look like, like cartoons. Like I think one of them's going to jump into a fucking like drag racer and go driving <laughs> around. <laughs> yeah, just uh, step in behind Jabberjaw and yeah, go off. They don't even look like they have any like musculature. They just look like hair blobs. Well, they look like stuffed animals that are running around and biting each other, but like cartoony and know? slow motiony. Mm-hmm. Like if 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 what's his name from Monsters Inc had wandered in and joined the werewolf pack, I would have been like, all right, okay, this makes sense to me. This doesn't seem out of place. <laughs> Visually, this makes sense <laughs> to me. Plotwise, <laughs> I'd I'd actually be very excited. I'd be like, all right, this movie is going into a weird area. <laughs> 
There's I, a real crossover so that's going Vampires on. and werewolves exist and also cartoony monsters. <laughs> now, now, do you think part of the reason why they didn't seem to give a shit about their special effects is because they assume that the people who are the, actually interested in this movie are generally female? Mm-hmm. Because I find that most women... And females are like half blind. But no, what, what I'm you're saying... saying. <laughs> they don't have like the visual acuity. What I'm saying is that, yeah, I'm saying that most Whoa. women that I talk to, like I'll watch a movie and be like, oh man, that's shitty computer graphic special effects. And they're like... What? Who cares? Like, I'm paying attention to the actual story. Because they're sensible people. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't care for that computerized monster. Well, that's they're all just waiting for the moment when Pattinson takes his shirt off at the end. and Yeah. No, he doesn't. He never takes his shirt. When he's going to walk off into the the sun to reveal himself. Wait, who's that? You know, uh, the vampire. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's painfully skinny, though, when he does that. Yeah, but girls like that. They do? They go for the. It's called heroin chic. That's very big now, the reedy look. They don't like the guys like uh, the werewolves who are, who've got musculature. Who the f- Like, those werewolves, they were, as brought up before. Sculpted. They were just sand Shirt, rats. Shirtless all the time. Like, at the Marble. end, when there's a big uh, standoff just with the like werewolf and the vampire, men. like, it's just, there's a shirtless guy standing in the middle of the road. I, mean, I was waiting here. I uh, didn't have time to put on a shirt before I was, I was waiting, waiting for, for him you. for him to the car to get up to him and him to punch the car off the road. <laughs> I wish there really was a scene where the when the one guy figured out he was a werewolf, he collected all of his shirts and all of his normal pants and like put them in a big garbage bag and then he filled all Won't his be needing dra- these. Then <laughs> filled all his drawers Just with cargo with fucking, shorts? like old navy cargo shorts <laughs> and jams. <laughs> And yeah, why is he wearing shoes? Swan around in these. He's just gonna explode <laughs> his shoes off. Well, why is he wearing those shits? That's the thing. They always they're show, kind of expensive. They shoes. walked around always no shirt and just shorts. Then when they became werewolves, you'd see scraps of clothes bursting off, like they burst out of their pants, and you just have to imagine them. Oh boy, did like, they hiding in the hiding in the woods as their friends go back to get them pants. <laughs> Because they bur- they ripped them. Yeah, they have the, they on the, the cell stashed. phone. Like, uh, uh, Larry, could you come? I I wolfed out again. Could you just? I really got. I need some. So they, wait, pants. they say wolfed out too. <laughs> like, like do you- yeah, always. It's like, do you- and they dance that dance. My pants are my they're in so the, wait, my where, bottom where, drawer. Where they get the cell phone from? Like like was it disguised in a tree? <laughs> They've got cell phones stashed all over the world. Sure, but why don't they they just stash pants? That's what I was going to say. Why don't they just stash the pants then? That's how stupid the movie is. They just don't get it. I was going to say, the movie would have been better if, like, Teen Wolf, one of them was in a school play about the Civil War. Yeah. And that was a subplot. I think it would be. uh, I think it would have been nice if they had a scene where one of these naked wolf men, like, had to, like, talk to an animal, and the animal had to go, like, get him pants. That would have made sense. Yeah. I mean, within the mythology of this film, maybe because they all have special powers. Yeah. By the way, guys, Naked Wolfman singing on Broadway right now. So, yeah, get the ticks, get the ticks, ticks. <laughs> That's what they call them, ticks nowadays. <laughs> they do watch, for that show. Watch out that those ticks don't bite you, though. Danger. Sure. Anyway. Oh, because they use alligators as tickets now on Broadway. <laughs> Well, I didn't think it was the bite so much as the rolling you and drowning you that was dangerous about them. Sure. Alligators, I mean. Yeah. Well, ticks can give you Lyme disease. That's the other okay. problem. So, Twilight, Sexy Vampire, Stuart, what are your, what are your feelings? You- um, I could have, like, you know, I was kind of raised on, uh, on Lost vampire. Boys. Ah. So, like, to me, when I imagine the a sexy, sexiest of vampires, yeah, when I imagine a sexy vampire, <laughs> it's Kiefer Sutherland. It's Kiefer Sutherland, or the guy who played uh, what was it, Bill from Bill and Ted's Bo- uh, Excellent Adventure. Oh, uh, Alex Winter. Alex yeah, Winter, Winter. Yeah, that's a sexy vampire. Mm-hmm. Really, really, like he's got that. Uh, he's got that real American hero William Cat uh, curl in yeah. his hair, and uh, and Jason Patrick when he starts becoming a vampire in that movie, mm-hmm. he's really really sexy. Maggots. So how did you feel about... You're eating did, maggots. As someone who is hip-deep in the fantasy world... Oh, yeah. I, how, love, I love fantasy stuff. How did the, how did the vampire someone, mythology... As someone who lives in a fantasy world of your own creation... Um, well, I'm not going <laughs> to say that it isn't weird to see uh, these vampire dudes like sparkling when the sun hits them. Mm-hmm. Um, like diamonds. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, they're really <laughs> like, worried... Oh, that, like the superhero Zales. I guess they're worried that the sun is going to hit them because people will see them sparkling. Yeah. The thi- but, like, what's the big deal? They could just make up that they're, like, fucking angels or something. Or the thing is, like, 
girls wear so much sparkly makeup now anyway. Like, just yeah. say I'm wearing a lot of makeup. Yeah, I just hit Claire's Boutique and blow it up on sparkle paint. <laughs> well, but also the thing is, like, even in this universe, the Twilight universe, it's not like... Twilightiverse. People see sparkles and think vampires. It's not like that's a stereotype about vampires. So it seems like, you know, like, no one who sees them sparkling is going, oh, those guys are fucking vampires. Let's go stake them. You know? <laughs> Let's go give them some steakums. You said, <laughs> you said that really sensually, dude. <laughs> Let's go mm. rub steaks all over Let's their body. Steak Let's steak them. <laughs> uh, they're aching for a steakum. But yeah, the monsters all... It's well... A lot of these movies... I think at this point, I don't know why monsters in movies keep themselves a secret. If you if there there's one vampire, because well, about half of them are good anyway. Well, if there's one va- yeah, if there's one vampire living in an area, I can understand why he keeps himself a secret. If there's a whole society of vampires and half of them are good mm-hmm. guys anyway, it's a vampire scene. Yeah, there's a whole subculture of werewolves. You know why? At that point, what do you got to lose? Yeah, just true blood it. Yeah, just be open about it, man. Come out. Uh yeah, I hope that's so, an inspiring message to all the monsters out there listening to this. Mm-hmm. The yeah the and your the friends werewolf, and family they'll understand. The the and werewolves if they don't, were really. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the werewolves were pretty straightforward. Um, although it wasn't full moon based. Yeah, even though the title of the movie was New Moon, and they 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 they, they apparently don't feel the cold. Like like wolves don't or something, which doesn't make any sense. No, like at all. in real life, wolves don't get cold. They don't. That's why they live in space. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah, you've just flipped my lid. Oh yeah, space wolves. Because <laughs> the cold doesn't bother them. Nice. Um, I have nothing more to add to this topic. <laughs> Speaking of wolves, I don't care for that Taylor Lautner. No. What every, don't you, What don't you like? I don't know. Every time he came on screen, I wanted to punch his stupid face. Is he the wolf? He's yeah, the wolf. Yeah, yeah. Oh. He's kind of, he's got a slightly effeminate voice and is kind of bland. Whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, I don't, it's not that. Like, that no, makes no, it sound hom- like I'm gay bashing all you, the Yeah, you're a homophobe. Anyway, yeah. so. The- I mean, the guy who was watching Twilight and listening to Savage well, I mean, Love. you're ashamed I, of who you are. Sure. Huh? Well, Self-hating I mean- is what you what you call it. No, I just, like, he, I don't in know. The, like, in the, the, in the, in medicine, it's called McCoy disease. Mm-hmm. I the I don't know his is that that's transmitted anally right <laughs> by Dan McCoy. Oh, yes. <laughs> he just I no thank you I don't want that. His well he what's weird is his that stupid muscular he starts out neck with and his he starts out with really long hair and then he cuts which his looks hair great and it's he looks so ridiculous that it's like I believe him then as like an awkward teen because he's got this stupid hair. You know, mm-hmm. and I know, I know Stuart thinks it looks great. It looks awesome. He's got this long hair, and he always looks a little befuddled, and it's like, oh, I buy him as a teen. And then when he turns angry, he cuts all his hair off, and he stops wearing a shirt, and it's like, all and right. And he gets now, a tattoo. And he gets a tattoo. Now he's just like a muscle guy. Like, I don't buy him as a teen anymore. And he, you can, you, the hair is no longer covering up his thick neck that, mm. Dan, that bothers Dan so much. Mm. Just don't like necks, guys. Just it's good don't to know. like necks. You shouldn't be a vampire because that's where they drink their blood from. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. What? Mm. Where else? I, I'll talk, talk about okay. it later. But the other thing, the, this is one of those movies where uh, school is an option for students. Yeah. They uh, sometimes go to class, Explain. sometimes not. Uh, the main character skips school for like the, in the beginning. She's at school. She has a circle of friends that she sometimes hangs out with. Those characters disappear from the movie. Oh, like that up in the air chick. Yeah, the young, Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick from Up in the Air is one of them, and uh, Academy Award nominee from Anna this Kendrick. movie, deservedly so. Yes, for New Moon. I liked her in Up in the Air. I thought she was good. I but. thought she did a fine job in a fine film. Academy Award worthy. No. Yeah, well, you're the the guy who does not care for the Academy Awards in general. So no, I but don't... I'm still going to say if it's, if it's a worthwhile award at all, all right. then. But. Um, it's she at a certain point those characters disappear. She just she didn't stops. Win though, right? No, she no. did not win. She just stops going to school and went to Monique. Uh, oh, amazing performance! Mo apostrophe Neek. Really? It was a giant step forward for women with apostrophes in their name. As I said, it's good stuff on my live blog. Yeah, that's good. And stuff. it got about the response that uh, you gave me right now. <laughs> yep. 
so yeah, they stopped going to school. That was kind of weird. Yeah, um, the movie just stops being tethered in any sort of reality. And I mean, it's already got werewolves and vampires, so it's a fantasy movie. But Which know. seems well, weird that then they also made a point to have that scene where after her vampire boyfriend leaves, she's like sitting in a chair looking out the window and the camera's panning around. And it makes a point to like show the changing of seasons and to yeah. say the changing of the months. Puts the names of the months up in text <clears throat> on screen. So like, get it, idiots? Time is passing. Well, you don't realize that's that's value added. That's the Twilight calendar. Oh, I see. That you're getting the Twilight video camera calendar if you buy the DVD. Because so. there's only, but they only show like three months, right? <laughs> well, it's not a good calendar. <laughs> it's not a lot of value. It was added. it was rust in production. That it's calendar. the bare minimum amount of value they could add to the yeah, product. They're like, I, I can only remember three months. So it seems strange that they're going to try and grant uh, like ground a movie in reality like that yeah but then completely disregard the fact that like yeah like she you know has to go to school because she's a normal person well they and that when it comes to normal person this thing that bothered me the most about the movie is and i know it's a movie but in he's a hundred year old vampire yeah so okay. if he falls in love with a woman i kind of buy it because he's been around the block she is what probably like 16 just 17 yeah, 17 she's 17 to party if you're 17 and you fall in love with a guy and you don't see him for three months, like you're you're like really mad for three months and then you get over it and then eventually mm-hmm. you go with like another a muscular guy. Muscular werewolf, for instance. Yeah, there she'll have these moments of like being a crazy person and probably write these like long missives in her mm-hmm. in her diary. Yeah, and then eventually, but like I don't. Yeah, poetry. That's kind. I don't buy someone, and I'm sure. And I mean, it maybe happens change her hair. There are high school sure. sweethearts who get married, but I have trouble buying the idea that. At age 17, she's emotionally mature enough to recognize that she's met the love of her life that she wants to be with yeah. for eternity. Yeah, yeah. yeah, not only the love of her life, but... The uh, love of her afterlife. Whoa. That's good stuff. Ooh, that's good <laughs> vampire-related humor. Now, it's also interesting that in her, you know, 16, 17 years of experience... She can provide enough interesting conversation to a 100-year-old dude. <laughs> mm-hmm. You'd think the whole every conversation would be like, "Oh, you don't you haven't heard about that? Oh, it's before you were born." I'm or sorry. she'll be like, "Let's do that." And he'll be like, "Uh, I did that like 400 years ago, and that's not that interesting." <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's not actually Wait, he's not over 400 years. No, he's just like 100 years. Like he should be a lot more embarrassed when he introduces him her to her his friends, yes. you know. He was kind of embarrassed. Yeah, but I think that was more because was she was a human. Oh yeah, and less right. because like I had difficulty she's reading like his a stupid teenager. I see. You know? That makes sense. It's not like she said anything. No, it was just that she they wanted to eat her blood. I, I had a lot also, of difficulty she, reading his performance. She though. gets she gets beat up and bloody so often in this movie, and it's like I was telling saying to these guys, it feels like an '80s like TNA comedy where like the whole movie is just an excuse to get girls' tops to fall off. So that the main characters can see boobs. This feels like every almost every scene of the movie is an excuse for her to cut herself, so that the vampires can, you know, have to force themselves not to kill her to drink to, her blood, to lust over her blood. But she gets battered. Yeah, and she bleeds so easily. <laughs> she gets she gets battered and fried. <laughs> Wait, to <laughs> turn into a tales from the crypt. Well, anyway, maybe we should move along. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's much else to say. So, uh, Twilight New Moon. Sure. Final, Final judgments. judgments on that. Is this a movie that was a uh, good, bad movie, a bad, bad movie, or a movie that you actually enjoyed? Elliot. I'm going to say a bad, bad movie. I actively didn't enjoy it. And I felt bad about that because if I could, like, inside I was saying, like, is this just because I'm, like, a movie snob mm-hmm. or I went into it not wanting to like it? Or an old man because you were literally shaking your fist Or an at old the man. I was literally shaking my cane at the screen. <laughs> but I genuinely did not enjoy it and, and found it poorly made so i'd say bad bad movie yeah i'm gonna agree I, like i said i marginally enjoyed the first movie like i don't i don't know i i, I it, the first movie for me was able to plug into a certain sort of teenage angst where where i could kind of step outside of it and be like all right objectively i can see this is stupid but while i'm watching it i'd be willing to be swept up into it but this uh, film had all of the bad qualities of the first movie with none of like the sincere intensity that kind of made that work. So uh, it just ended up being boring. Mm. Stuart? 
Uh, I'm going to say uh, bad, bad movie. And uh, that has nothing to do with my dislike of the werewolf v. vampire genre, nor my dislike of teen romance. Uh, it's just, yeah, it was like every scene was a little bit too long. Um, yeah, it just it just didn't feel like there was any actual like heart or soul in this movie. Yeah, it felt very mechanical. Stuart hates teen romance because I hate teen romance. He does not like to see people be happy, especially not at a young age. Mm-hmm. Because I know that they're just going to get hurt down the road mm-hmm. <laughs> by me. You know that the credits just come up to shield from us what's going to happen to those characters. Absolutely. So uh, we don't have a. Looks like uh, you got a missive there. Well, no, I don't. I don't have letter. Okay. Ooh, write some letters, have, listeners. Is this, is this like a note you wrote yourself? No, uh, it's really, a really cool doodle. It says, "Dear Dan, you are great. Have a great day. Feel powerful. Love, Dan." Oh, I wish that, that seems like it would make me feel empowered. Yeah, but you uh, drew a picture of you with tiger powers. <laughs> no, this is uh, like, this... like Tiger Woods. <laughs> yes, like Tiger Woods powers. Okay, guys, don't you want to learn what it actually is? Yeah, it's, it's the results. To eh, the... I kind of like this bit we're doing. All right, we'll learn it. <laughs> it's the results to the give down a hook contest. <gasps> The results are in. Bated breath. And uh, the winner is Mournful Sighing. Oh, the old classic. Yeah. yeah. Winner with, and, and champion. With 53.33% uh, of the votes, um, it it well outpaced the uh, runner-up, uh, which was a Michael Caine impression, at 15.56%. Michael Caine impression, huh? Yeah. So uh, what, was, what came in third place? Third place uh, was a tie between the classy one and hooks for hands. Oh, come on, <laughs> if you people had been more on the ball, Dan would have had to pretend he had hooks for hands every oh. episode. I'd like to thank you um, for uh, picking mournful sighing because that means it's something that I already do, and so I don't have to pretend that I'm going to actually pay attention to the luck that you've chosen have, for me. Could we have done some kind of an alliance and, and made it Michael Caine impression with hooks for hands? That would have been nice, a parliamentary thing. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Well, um, how many, how many uh, will you tell the actual vote tally? The or actual is that too vote depressing? tally. Well, I mean, too depressing. <laughs> um, well, I don't think it's, I think it's respectable. Too depressing? Like if there's too low a number. Oh, I thought you said tuna pressing. Yeah, if it was, is that pressing too much tuna? <laughs> I didn't know if that it's was hard like, work. I didn't know if that was like a cool euphemism that you guys in TV. I don't want to kill any dolphins. Well, it comes it from the guys. old days of TV to make the videotape last longer. They would press it between layers of tuna. The juices would seep in and preserve the film. I like it. Um, it's, it's why that's that type of stuff that I like hanging out with you. Yeah, this tales of old TV. Yeah. <laughs> no, I guess it's it's respectable enough. There's the the top vote getter got 24 votes. Oh, okay, it's not bad. So. um the point is, I mean, uh, it's not exactly you know, Larry King and Ashton Kutcher. Well, you have to, admi- for you have to imagine supremacy. that that every vote uh, cast represents 100 listeners. <laughs> who wow, <laughs> we're doing great. <laughs> who didn't bother <laughs> to vote? So um, the winner, uh, of course, um, a mournful sighing, is uh, Ashley, the uh, young lady who wrote in. To assure me that uh, I was as beloved as you or Stuart. That was uh, nice of you to lie to him. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, Ashley, you should write in with your uh, address so we can get you that DVD of Stull mm-hmm. with our commentary. And also, I'm in a generous mood. Um, since we have multiple DVDs of Stull... Don't go uh, all the way just yet. Ben, who uh, came up with Michael Caine impression, uh, you should write in with your address as well. And so the second uh, second place, I think we can give uh, an award. Anything out. extra nice. special for the first place? Since the second place is getting we, the could, we could sign it. We will. Yeah, we, we will sign, sign the first place. Mm-hmm. Maybe you could second place. Maybe you could include this doodle itself. you just did. <laughs> no. uh, the doodle of him with tiger powers. Yeah, that doodle you just did. Uh, Snow doodle. You're pointing to an, a blank piece of paper. I will not play along. Damn, with your radio. play along. It's the magic of radio no, I'm theater. Not play along with that game. Man, fuck you. <laughs> No, we'll Get sign me some it. cellophane. We'll pretend we're in front of a roaring fire. Uh, what's the next thing we do on this thing? The next thing we do... <laughs> it has been a long time since we've done a recording with you, huh? Yeah. Is we recommend a movie. Okay. Say someone's in the video store, <laughs> and the only two videos are Twilight New Moon and the video that you're about to recommend. I'd, I'd say two things. Okay, One, I like to Netflix. role play. 
It'll save you. <laughs> Netflix will save you trouble. Sure. Two, it's you really internet. switch to DVD. Yeah. Or Blu-ray disc, <laughs> which is blue, which is it's DVD. Better, better definition, but it's there's no. It's, it's not a different a, laser, Elliot. It's, it's not a different enough format that I will give it a different name. All but right. you can do like all kinds of video games and shit on there. <laughs> so uh, wait, yeah, what are you gonna write? Yeah, I'm in a role playing. Let me let me try this. Um, okay, so you are in a movie theater. It's or uh, not a movie theater. Uh, uh, <laughs> You're a, in a movie theater. <laughs> You're totally nude. <laughs> <laughs> no, that'd be weird. An you're usher a, who looks like Stuart walks down the aisle. You're, uh, you're in a in a video rental store. It's not a blockbuster. No. Okay, it's like your local one, and all the movies except for two are rented out. Just like Dan said, one of them mm-hmm. is uh, Twilight Saga: colon, New Moon. Okay, mm-hmm. and you you know have you know you like vampires and werewolves. You know you don't think you're into it. Um, and the other movie I'm going to recommend is an old-timey movie that I don't think I've recommended yet. It's a movie called Black Roses. Okay, it's a were- it's not a werewolf movie. It's a it's a horror movie. And uh, the, one of the reasons why I saw it when I was a kid was because the box had like a puffy cover that had like mm. uh, like skeleton hands holding a electric guitar and like roses wrapped around it that sounds awesome and it's about a uh it's about this like demon rock band that shows up to this like sleepy town and uh all the kids in the town start going to see this rock band which is like playing every night and they're slowly turning into demons and it's pretty awesome sounds so, kind of like the movie hard rock zombies a little bit except hard rock zombies the band turns into zombies yeah yeah, this is different. This in this movie, the and a band Nazi demon eats itself. In yes, a, in in it's very slowly. In this movie, the band are are like demons, and they turn people into demons. Because in Hard Rock Zombies, they're a regular rock band, and they're turned into zombies by Nazis. Okay. Yeah, that's not the movie I'm recommending. Yeah, your movie is probably much better than Hard Rock Zombies. <laughs> it's actually really good. <laughs> so, or Elliot, what other movie might they want to rent if it was available? Hmm, I'm gonna re- re- recommend a non-horror film. That's weird. I'm gonna say, let's say you're look. It's your Twilight New Moon is the other option. You're looking for a movie you can watch with you and your lady friend, or if you're a lady, a movie you can watch with your lady friend. Since it's my fantasy, so that's the way it's gonna work. Um, and I would say the other movie is a classic that you may have seen before. Uh, I've seen it many times and I've watched it again recently. A little thing called Singing in the Rain, uh, which is the greatest musical ever made, uh, on film. I watched it again recently because I read a book about it and made me excited to see it again. And it is impossible to watch without enjoying it in- to some extent, I would say. Unless you hate musicals, in which case... Uh, you're screwed because you're not going to enjoy Twilight New Moon probably either. Okay. But Singing in the Rain is a lot of fun. So you're saying a person who would like a musical would probably like Twilight New Moon. I think so. Okay. Uh, but you'd like Singing in the Rain more because it's a better movie. Okay. But it's a lot of fun. And one of the things that uh, I was watching about it this past time was, in a way, Singing in the Rain is the hot tub time machine of its day because it was made in the 50s, but much of it is about, like, hey, remember in the 20s how funny we dressed? Like, remember all the stupid things we did in the 20s? Like, the same way that Hot Tub Time Machine is about people from today saying, remember how the dumb things we did in the 80s? So it's kind of neat to look at it from that angle as a nostalgia movie for a time that we are nostalgic for now. Yeah. it's far, We're farther from it now than it was from the time that it is nostalgic for and making fun of. And that's kind of a neat way to, a new angle to look at it if you've seen it before. I've been sitting here through this entire time while you've been recommending things. Thinking to myself, what what am I going to recommend? Because even though we've been doing this for two and a half years, if not longer, um, apparently I haven't learned to come up with a recommendation before we start taping. That's yeah, you should. Like, I should have expected that this uh, segment of the show would would come would about. come up, especially because I introduced it, um, and I have nothing. It, wow, so Twilight New Moon is the only movie in the store. You're stuck watching that well, or I guess talking to whoever you live with. I mean, no you don't want to do that. And maybe I mean, the fact that what I What do you even talk about? <laughs> I, nothing. I don't know. The fact that I uh, <laughs> you know, during my nose surgery period, I didn't have any drinks and then I had some drinks tonight and may have woozed me up a little. Don't yeah. blame the alcohol. Hazed it up a little. 
Um, surgery. But no. I, the, the part of it is I have not been watching a lot of movies lately. Why not? What I have watched, uh, <laughs> I watched um, watch some TV. Well, you Breaking watched, Bad. You watched okay, Twilight New shit. Moon. Um, I'm going to break the rules, and because it's the only thing I can think of, I'm going to recommend Breaking Bad. Mm, you're breaking the rules bad. Mm-hmm. Now, people, uh, <laughs> I know there's some big uh, Mad Men proponents out there. I like yeah, Mad Men. Yeah, it's called the Television Academy. I think it's an enjoyable show. I think it's a, I think it's a good show. I think it's fun. But I, but I'm here to say, <laughs> f Mad Men. What? I think Mad Men. I think Breaking Bad is 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 a superior drama program. So, uh, Elliot's hopping mad over there. I'm literally hopping. We're gonna like have to like, Stiltskin. like like a like a Chinese hopping vampire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't throw any rice on the ground. I'm gonna I'll have to pick something. up every grain. I avoided it for a long time because I watched vampire weeds jump. and I did not enjoy weeds. I thought, okay. Oh, weeds, you know, like, this will be fun. Then I watched it, I'm like, okay, well, this is just the usual, oh, suburbia has a dark side sort of satire thing. And then, uh, and so I, I avoided Breaking Bad because I thought, okay, this is going to be another, you It's know, like a like, mix of weeds and Malcolm in the Middle, right? Yeah. It's, it's going to be like, oh, this middle class guy is going to turn to dealing drugs. That's that's going to be wacky. But then I watched it, and it was so much more realistic and darker than I expected. Like but, Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, that oh mom is God. such a bitch. Uh, Malcolm that's that show right there. Underrated, guys. Yeah, or am I thinking of Bernie Mac? No, I th- Bernie you're Mac. Thinking you're thinking of Bernie Mac. Thinking of the Wicker Man. <laughs> that mom was a bitch. Uh, so to sum up, Breaking Bad. Okay, so we All recommend right, well, a couple of movies and uh, I guess a TV this, show. This blockbuster, I guess, has season one of Breaking Bad and Twilight Newman <laughs> on Blu-ray disc. Sure. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I guess. And there's that's... also one of those knockoffs where it's like Treasure Chase, where it's a, a knockoff <laughs> of National Treasure. You know. Okay, or Transmorphers. <laughs> yeah, Transmorphers or uh, Snakes on a Train. Snakes on a Train. <laughs> Any of those movies, yeah. Carnival Surrogates. Too. Surrogates <laughs> was a major motion picture. Okay. It's a movie called Surrogate Surrogates. <laughs> or Surrogates Surrogate. Uh, sweet. Okay. Uh, so now what do we do, Dan? Now we sign off, Stuart. I thought of another knockoff movie, The uh, Hand That Rocks the Dreidel. That's okay. pretty good. I like it. Uh, for The Flop House, I've been Stuart Wellington. I've been Dan McCoy. And I will continue to be Elliot Kalin because I'm a vampire. <clears throat> good night. Let's wait. So that's the only reason you're going to continue to be a Yeah, because vampires like stability. Status quo. Anybody who likes these books... I should make them feel terrible for, yeah, their, for yeah. their things they like. Yeah, exactly. Things yeah. that they care about and which touched them.